Good everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. As I was preparing for today's devotional, I was reminded of a movie uh, called Signs. I don't know if you uh, remember or watched it. I think it's over 10 years old, 10 years ago now, but uh, it was directed and written by uh, someone called M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan? I, I'm not, I always never, don't know how to pronounce his name, but I think you know what, what I'm, who I'm talking about, right? Like, I see dead people. That's a different movie. Um, but yeah, M. Night Shyamalan. Right, that's his name, but movie signs, and um, it was kind of a critically acclaimed movie. I, I quite enjoyed it, and to just, I'm sorry if this is a spoiler, but it's actually quite interesting. Oh man, there's a huge spoiler. If you're going to watch the movie, stop the video, fast forward until after the thing. But basically, for the rest of you who aren't going to watch it, the movie is about a Catholic priest who loses his wife to a car accident that was caused by a drunk driver. Driver. He raises three children on his own and um, who are difficult in different ways. Uh, so in a very diff uh, difficult circumstance and he loses his faith. He's a priest. He kind of takes his collar off, right? Catholic priest. Uh, but then a mysterious crop circle start appearing near his house. I think he lives on a farm or something. And then later they get attacked by aliens. Yes, that's right, aliens. But then the seemingly random habits of his difficult children ultimately are what helps him and his family drive away and defeat the aliens. And in doing so, uh, he regains his faith in God. Sounds like a totally strange movie, I know, but you got to watch it to really understand it. But interesting title, Signs, which kind of ties into today because the signs of, you know, it's, it's even the movie talks about the signs of God, of God being in control, but ultimately it lacked the presence of God. And it's kind of like us. We often prefer the signs of God even over God himself. So let's read the passage and then we'll continue. Deuteronomy chapter 13 verses 1 through 11. If a prophet or one who foretells by dreams appears among you and announces to you a sign or wonder, and if a sign or wonder spoken of takes place, and the prophet says, Let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them, you must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer. The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul. It is the Lord your God you must follow, and Him you must revere. Keep His commands and obey Him. Serve Him and hold fast to Him. That prophet or dreamer must be put to death for inciting rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. That prophet or dreamer tried to turn you from the way the Lord your God commanded you to follow. You must purge the evil from among you. If your very own brother or your son or daughter or the wife you love or your closest friend secretly entices you, saying, Let us go and worship other gods, 
gods that neither you nor your ancestors have known, gods of the peoples around you, whether near or far, from one end of the land to the other, do not yield to them or listen to them. Show them no pity. Do not spare them or shield them. You must certainly put them to death. Your hand must be the first in putting them to death, and then the hands of all the people. Stone them to death, because they tried to turn you away from the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Then all Israel will hear and be afraid, and no one among you will do such an evil thing again. Deuteronomy chapter 13, uh, which will be covered today and tomorrow, can be divided into three parts that covers three sources of temptation uh, to worship other gods. And this is specifically uh, for the people who know God, who are for God. Um, verses 1 to 5, uh, it's about a vocal and persuasive prophet. Verses 6 to 11 uh, is about family member or close friend. Uh, and verses 12 to 18 uh, finally is about a town that is being mis misled and mishandled um, by people. Now, today's passage uh, gives, us a very uh, gives us very important warnings in maintaining the purity of our worship and also in resisting idolatry. In the two sections of today's passage, uh, we see two dangers or pitfalls that we need to be careful of and be aware of. The first, for the first part, is signs, and the second is covertness. I'll explain that in a bit. Uh, in verses 1 and 2, for the first part, uh, it is uh, clear in terms of the methodology of this false prophet. Right? The phrase sign and wonder is mentioned twice, once each in the two verses. Now, this is not to say that all signs and wonders are bad and or are dangerous. In the New Testament, you know, it is peppered. You know, there are sound signs and wonders all over the Gospels and even in the ep epistles of John as well. Jesus, the, his disciples, Paul, they perform many signs and wonders that preceded faith in Christ as the Son of God who came to save the world. Now, um, it is what comes after in today's passage, after the sign and wonder that is the problem. Instead of the truth that points people to Jesus as the Son of God, or you know, point people to God, um, people, this, this prophet, points people to other gods, gods that they did not know about before, that they had not heard before. Now, this is also why John calls his miracles in his Gospels signs, right? Famously, he is known for having foc focusing on seven signs in his Gospel, although he admits and he says that there are many other signs that Jesus performed. If I can read John chapter 20, verses 30 to 31, uh, John says, towards the end of his Gospel, Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, uh, and that by believing you may have life in His name. Now, this is exactly the opposite of what is being described in the beginning of Deuteronomy chapter 13. Now, verse um, 13 says something very interesting. It says, The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love Him with all your heart and with all your soul. Very familiar phrase and passage people's ability to resist the temptation, that, um, to fall to the temptation and go after other gods, um, 
to someone who performs signs and wonders is connected with how much they love God, the quality or the intimacy of their love for God. Are they going to seek after the more signs and wonders, or are they going to recognize that for what it is, to know God as their God and to stay with Him? So the question is, do you love God with all your heart and with all your soul? Or are you happy, more happy with signs and wonders? Another way to ask is, do you chase after loving God with all your heart or do you chase after signs and wonders? While confessing that you are a believer. The second danger or pitfall that we are warned of uh, could come from those who are closest to us. Brother, son, daughter, wife, closest friend. It's kind of scary if you want to, you know, if you think about it this way. But something to be highlighted here is the phrase secretly entices. Any of these people, the, the people who you love the most, closest to you, if they come to secretly entice you. Now, the body of Christ has nothing to hide or be secretive of except its own bodily safety in the case of persecution. There is no teaching, there is no truth that cannot be immediately and openly proclaimed because ours is a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline that comes from our love for God with all our heart. The truth of the, of the gospel enlightens and liberates people. It does not entice, you know, like some, you know, dirty little secret, right? So this phrase is very interesting, and this should be a warning sign for us. There are actually multiple layers of application for us and the way we can understand and apply in our lives. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you today to discern. But broadly, with, with these two parts, we, ha we have to seek and love God over signs and wonders. We have to be aware that the gospel uh, is the good news that never needs to be secretly enticed with or enticed for. It is open and it enlightens and liberates. What we talked about today is actually very uh, pertinent and immediate uh, for the church in Korea, for the Christians in Korea. We are actually being targeted by a lot of cults uh, who say they are Christian, who even use the name Jesus, uh, but really do not believe in the scripture or believe in Jesus uh, as the only way to salvation. And uh, even in today's passage uh, and tomorrow, the entire chapter 13, uh, it is kind of inside out. It is people who are close to us, people who confess that they believe in God. The church, we need to be awakened uh, to the truth to be able to discern. So I pray that today, whether it's people who you respect, people who you love, we need to be discerning according to the Word of God, to be awakened. So let's pray over ourselves today, pray over our church and the people around you that we will be awakened to not be misled, to not be tempted away from the truth. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your Word and the reminder, O oh Lord, uh, that we need to stand on solid rock. Help us to know your scripture, to know your word, O oh Lord. Grant us your discernment by your Holy Spirit that no matter who it is, if they are trying to mislead us, no matter how much we respect them, no matter how much we love them, if they try to mislead us, that we can know 
Lord, that we can resist, that we can run away if need be, and help correct them, lead them back to your truth, if at all possible. Help us, Lord, open our eyes to know. And Lord, as it says here today, may we focus on our love for you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that that will be more powerful than any other enticement, any other influence around us, God. We thank you for your word again. We pray over our church, our family, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sing your soul, let your world go and stepping in closer. See you.